Yeah, bro. So, I mean, you know, hey, we're going to skip all the formalities because you've been on the fucking show enough times already, bro. You're like my number one guest. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. Besides being my fucking guy. But, um, yeah, nah, we're... We're, we're kind of taking like a little leave of absence. You know what I mean? We're taking a little leave of absence because let's, let's be true. Okay. The idea of her moving here or me moving there is a mm. tall order for either one of us. Mm. Okay. I'm actually, you get into something deep right now because go ahead, go ahead, continue. And then I'll elaborate on why. Cause I really, bro, let me just, okay. I'll just put the preface out there. Like, I really don't talk about like my love life or anything of that nature, especially with my stream. But I might touch on some things tonight just because you're talking about this and it's relevant to like my life, low key. Okay. So go ahead. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead, doc. So so yeah, there's that. Like you know what I mean. And it's it's a tall order, bro. Like I know what I'm asking because I know I am fit to ask this of her because I know what I could give. Right, and I know what I know what kind of lifestyle that she wants. Mm-hmm. I can I can I can I can help provide that. You know what I mean? Not only like like physically, like you know what I mean, like like physically, fiscally, emotionally, mentally. Physically, like, this man said, okay. But let me like, find just, out, let me find out. Pudge is putting it down. Boy, hey, boy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But it's a tall order, and and before me. She, there wasn't a lot of space in between some of her past relationships. Mm, so no, like, no grieving, no reflecting, no things of that nature, just kind of hopping onto the next boat. Well, not only that, I think it's easy when you have a culture of men, right? When they meet a girl, mm-hmm. guys, listen up, because stop being pieces of shit. Facts. But, That's factual, bro. Like, straight the fuck up. They're pieces of shit. Now, her ex-boyfriend, I never had anything to say about him. Never. And You shouldn't, bro. It's not your place. You ain't got nothing to fucking do with me, bro. And now like, there's for a, real. There was a different ex-boyfriend, right, who's a family friend. Okay. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to meet this guy one day. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I would love to meet him. Right? Like, if he's that type of person in your life. I would love to meet him, which is big because me knowing you and what you've dealt with, with some exes and their significant others, like that's a complete 180 from where you were at before. So like, but I mean, granted you stepped up in that situation and we chatted about that before and you stepped up in that situation. And I applaud you as a man in that situation, because honestly, there's not enough, you know, room in this world for us to hate on people like that. (laughs) <laughs> solely based solely based off of a woman's like from a for a woman's standpoint uh you had more reason than just that but uh, you know the, the, yeah so the fact that you said that you want to meet this cat is is i can i i i'm behind you with that 100 you're but so from him to him to me there just wasn't a lot of space right and so sure. so when there's not the space for reflection and now this is my thing, right? And this mm-hmm. is what I want to drill home to the guys: is is if is if your way into a girl's heart is by is by demeaning another man, then mm-hmm. you're a shit. Mm-hmm. Facts. And that is doomed. That she, matter of fact, matter of fact, she's texting me right now. Hello. Uh, 
<laughs> hey, bro, you can break up with me, but you can't leave me alone. <laughs> well, okay, so on that, on what you just said, uh, like, I, I, in my opinion, I feel like a true man, a, a man of honor, per se, right, is going to, like, not even have to say anything about those types of things because just your actions alone are going to just show how much I, superior i don't want to say superior that sounds so demeaning but it it just shows how much better and you know that 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 person can achieve so i agree with you 100 on that if if i have to hate on somebody else to impress you then it's not even worth my fucking time not even worth bro and what and there's so many fucked up things going on in the world right now that i could put that type of energy towards uh, which I don't believe anybody should put that type of energy towards anything, but you know, but f- fuck that, bro. I, I, I I'm with you a hundred and fifty percent. But here's the real question: whose idea was it? It was hers. And and you know and and okay, so <laughs> th- and that's kind. Of, it kind of leads into where the fuck I'm at in my situation. What you got going uh, on? Not that I was even in a situ. Not that it's even a situation, but it's just all right. So. Like only one person from my stream knows this, and it's Jordan because you know my I just talk, I talk to that motherfucker all the time about everything, uh, and I'm gonna be a little like uh, mysterious and secretive on some of the shit that I say. But there was this young lady that I was chatting with, uh, and I ha- I met her. I met her when I was on vacation for my birthday, and bro, the vibes were immaculate, immaculate. Like, not even on a sexual thing, just like conversation on conversation on conversation on conversation. Uh, and we agreed to like keep chatting, and but it's an east coast thing and a west coast thing, and it's like same thing that you said. I, I'm not leaving California, I'm not leaving San Diego because my child is here, you know what I mean, and I have to provide for my son. And I know that if you weren't working in Florida, you would be the same way, like, you would be with Elijah all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, and then you know, a, a transfer away from family from the East Coast to the West Coast is a tough, like you said, a tough order to fucking follow through with. So, uh, but it was cool, you know, Facetimes on the regular, chatting all the time, shit like that. Uh, but then, bam, your boy got just straight ghosted. Like, not not even a fucking warning came out of it, and. And mind you, this was like two, three months of chatting, bro. And like, like, you know, effort, but just ghosted. So at least you got the, you know, you got the love of, hey, you know, I kind of got to go through some shit, which is probably this young lady's thing, too. She probably had to go through some shit, but mm-hmm. it goes back to the communication aspect, man. And, and the fact that you guys had that communication is fucking strong. And we always, you know, typically when you and I chat together, it's it always revolves around communication it, with friendships, relationships, uh, parenthood, things of that nature. Uh, so yeah, just the cycle continues of, and it's crazy. The crazy thing is, uh, <laughs> Jordan said three months, twelve days, nine hours, thirty six minutes, and forty one. <laughs> that boy was counting, um, but. You know, it, it was that was like a big step for me, dog. Like a huge fucking step because I've been single for a long time, like a long fucking time. I I really don't 
I don't really have space or, or time for uh, to entertain. Um, but it was just, I don't know. I don't know what it is that I gave it my chance. But that right there just kind of showed me, like, okay, let's let's take a step back and continue in our, in our you know, put your head down and, and work forward and move forward on what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not going to say that this young lady ruined it for every other woman in the world because I thought the last young lady ruined it for every body in the world and then i found this one but yeah man uh I, it's just i i, I low-key think that your boy is is just meant to just be alone and i'm okay with that and i i've talked to a couple people about this before that you gotta be alone man it, it, it goes back to what you were saying about about your you know your old lady is that it, it just allows reflection if you're jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping you can't really appreciate what you have because I ha- I'm blessed in what I have, but mm-hmm. it's also what people have given you. Because even the relationships that ended horribly, bro, you have so many fucking memories with those people, and they've yeah. been great. There was a lot of great moments, you know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. uh, that that point of reflection is so fucking important. So yeah, important. Bro, and I look at it too. It's like I would rather, and and I feel like the tough the toughest ones are always the ones that end on good terms. Those are, those are tough because even if you try to explain this ex to a future girlfriend, those are the ones they're going to worry about the most because it's like you have no reason to hate her, right? Like you have – and let's just say – let's just say – My son's that, mom. You feel – okay, so – I know exactly what you're on, bro. And my so, son's mom, just even mentioning the fact that I'm good friends with her scares people away. <laughs> like, oh, what? You guys take your son to SeaWorld together? Like, well, I don't want to step in the middle of that. And I'm like, so it sucks because I'm going to put it on wax. I'm going to put it on wax because I even told her, too. I was like, yeah, like, you know, because we're talking and shit. And it's just like, you know, I'm trying to say everything I can say. And I'm because, bro, she, like this, all this happened within the past few days. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, even though this has been like an ongoing conversation for like the past month. Like what's really going, like what's really cracking off here? You know what I mean? Like let's get to the nitty gritty. Um, I think those are the toughest ones, right? Because again, trying to explain it to somebody else, all this shit. But what also blows is, is that it's like, of course, because it's ending on good terms, like I hate, and I'm just putting this on wax because I told her, is bro, I just hate it because she could hit me up one day. She could hit me up one day on a Thursday afternoon at 2.45 while I'm And you're going to be writing your phone like this. And my heart's going to fucking drop, dude. Like, you get what I'm saying? My heart's going to fucking drop because I had bought I had bought tickets to go there to visit, like, a few months back. I bought these. Right? I was supposed to go on a trip, too, bro, last month. You hear me? And then... <laughs> I was geez. supposed to be in New York last month, bro. Bro, what the <laughs> fuck, man? What the fuck? And so she's like, yeah, you know, after that, like, we need to really, like, just stop. Like, stop. Do we still text? Do we still call? We're still we're still on the FaceTimes and shit. Like, you know what I mean? And I think this is just good for for anybody, who's, who, anybody who listens. This is good to hear. Because these are normal motions to go through. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's like, now I'm kind of going through this motion of, like, about to hit this point. And then I'm going to have to say bye to this person. Yeah, but honestly, though, bro, like, that's kind of where you got 
fighting for? Or do you have to just understand where she's coming from and be like, okay, the only way that this is really going to work in giving you what you want and the reason that we're no longer going to be quote-unquote together is because you need to reflect and you need to go grieve and do all this shit. So I got to, like, cut you off at -hmm. least for, like, a month or two where it's, like, straight up no contact. And after a month of no contact or two months of no contact, if you really feel the same way that you feel, then go back after it. So that's kind of like where you guys got to decide what 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 it is that you want to do. Do you mm-hmm. guys just not want to be together because of space, you know, because of, of the different coasts that you guys are on? Or is it like, OK, now I'm kind of just being strung along here. You know, it, it's going to save your heart more at the end if you just cut it off. If that's what yeah. the ultimate goal is, is for her to grieve. Not saying cut it off forever. But, you know, if you feel that strongly, then maybe you have to kind of go all in and be like, you know what, I I don't think we should take a break. And I think that we should work through it and kind of just bam, you know, and and Sly is right. Sly says that, that, you know, women really don't understand the power that they have over men when it's like we've already divulged and spent all this time together. And you guys have, you know, even the physical, the physical aspect of things, you know, but Mm -hmm. even when it reflects back onto the fact that it was when you if you didn't have a physical aspect around that relationship and somebody still feels that strongly for you i mean it's not just you know there's something else there in my opinion you know like you didn't just do that for no reason yeah we'll see (laughs) time but i wish you all the luck bro with that because i I mean, we were my chat and I were kind of chatting about it after the last podcast and just saying how happy you looked and how mm-hmm. not that you don't look happy now. I know you you stay happy, bro. You know, I, I there there's very little times where I've ever seen you upset or sad, and and you know those those emotions do come, but you're like one of the people in my life that I rarely ever see that from, and that's why I love hanging around with you and I love chatting with you because it's always light. You know, it's always light. Yeah, thank you, bro. That, that, I'm telling you, you're like, I think you are the most reoccurring guest on my fucking show. Dude. Anytime, <laughs> you know, I try, bro. I try, and it, I I love chatting with you, man. And it's 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 cool because sometimes I'll ask my community, like, "Hey, what do you guys want to see Putch and I talk about?" And they'll be like, "You know, we just like when you guys go with the flow, and mm-hmm. the fact that we can see each other, and this is all recorded, and people can watch or listen in." and that people have to understand like this is genuinely how we talk to each other like it's not even us putting on a show for the podcast or anything like that like even when we call each other or even when we would kick it together in the 805 this is exactly how we chatted with each other and and uh yeah man uh, it's it's a beautiful thing i'm glad the friendship continues to grow and i I don't ever see i love you too brother i I love you. you too um now i know that we were chatting earlier when we were texting and I know that you said you wanted to uh, talk about the Chinese uh, <laughs> hot air balloon or whatever the shit was. But honestly, I'm going to be completely truthful with you. I don't know shit about it. And I know I typically am in tune with all the stuff that's going on politically. And But the only, the only things that I know is that China had some fucking balloon that looked like a paper mache fucking thing floating around here. And it got shot down like hours later. That that's all the fuck that I know. Well, yeah. So I was yeah, I was gonna ask because I don't know, dude. Like, 
I've been trying to stay out of all of that because it just it's just gotten too hectic. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. especially me being on the road, bro. Like, you know, I, I shoot the shit with people, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm right here just just joshing around, but then you start, you know, they've had a couple beers in them, and so you hear some shit come out their mouth, and you're like, oh, you really think like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you really think like that? And so, one way or the other, I don't know, because shit's been shit's been hectic because of like covid right mm-hmm. first it was covid then we moved immediately into like this whole war thing with like ukraine you know what i mean and so people are just kind of like scampering right now like you know what i mean like just scampering 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 and i know we always used to talk about like like not even so like not even on the political tip bro but like with this whole shit like do you think do you think people are about to get more do you think people are going to be more divisive or more together on stuff now? Because really what it looks like, either whether they're faking it or not, right? Because some folks, bro, some people are saying, oh, it's a hoax. They're trying to say it's a hoax, bro. I'm that sure they will, bro. Happened. There's there's conspiracy theorists everywhere. For a conspiracy it's, like what we, it's like what we fall into, you know? But kind of to answer that question on what I, how I feel, uh unfortunately our country it's mostly our country we live on that on on just being divided and it doesn't make any sense to me and we continue to divide ourselves even us like our generation we continue continue to live our lives um divided and some of us don't even do it on purpose you mm-hmm. know it's like i i was having this conversation the other day and it's like when whenever a, a certain race or type of people have to announce themselves and say like oh this business is owned by this type of person or this business is owned by this race of person like that creates division in a sense you know um now i understand that it's it's about empowerment which it can be but at the same time there's certain people that don't view it that way and they view it as an attack Uh um or they view it as quite honestly racist you know especially like i'm not saying that this is racist but people could take this as racist as like oh black people should only support black owned businesses now Mm. i understand the context of that conversation but Mm. some people could view that as racist you know because you're only empowering your race yeah Uh, which is big you know we should love our cultures we should love our race and we should love the bodies that we're in but at the end of the day we're all still people and we should genuinely love and support everybody especially those that want to do good and and those people that have good in their heart as well and it you know even the people that don't have good in their heart we we should still love them and, because at some point that can that can reverse the way that people feel and they've never been loved before or felt loved before so genuinely they could change the way that they are i mean i know that I, i'm not wasn't a hateful person but i wasn't always as loving as i am now and you know through mentorship and things that i've gone through in my life i've I've definitely flipped around a lot and love a lot harder than I've loved before. But yeah, man. So the world is just going to continue to be divided no matter what, even if everybody in the world got everything that they wanted, there will still be a find a way to divide each other. If we were, if we were all the same color, had the same eyes, had the same facial hair, had the same feet size, had the same uh, height. Like if all that was the same, we would still find a way hate on each other somebody runs faster somebody talks different i'm 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 somebody's fingers are longer like i'm dead serious there's 
this country will always find a way to continue to be divided until something big happens. And then like when the uh when that young man, the football player, when he when he went down and fucking died on the field, everybody came together. But now that he's okay, now everybody's divided again. You know, nobody yeah. gives a fuck. And and the sad thing about that, and I was talking to my brother about this, is that that young man like really had a GoFundMe page going for something that he really believed in, and he had only raised like twenty five hundred dollars or something like that. And then as soon as he dies, quote unquote, dies on the field and goes to the hospital, the his fucking his uh GoFundMe went to like eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. So why why are we why are we waiting until motherfuckers get hurt to support them? That's yeah. how honestly that's how it makes us as human beings feel better. Like, oh, I feel bad now that you're gone or went through this traumatic experience. Oh, let me come back and show my support by supporting something that you believed in for all this time. And let me show you that I actually support it. Like that's fucking bullshit, man. It's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. And it's and honestly, like when you get stuff like that, it's uh I heard somebody say it. And it was fucking profound, but it's like the do it's the dues of their of their um, of all the days of their unappreciation or something like that, right? But it's so they come, they they donate to the funeral, they bring food, they fucking donate to the GoFundMe, they donate, donate, donate. Once you're gone, they write these long sappy posts about you while you're when you're gone. You know what I mean? Instead of picking up the phone while you're still here, you know what I mean? Like. Like yeah, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's it's been hard. It's been hard. It's been like because I'm watching it, dude, and and I don't know. Like I feel like with some of the changes to Twitter and Instagram, like I don't know if it's just my feed or what the fuck my algorithm is doing, bro. But I've been getting a lot of I've been seeing that shit everywhere, like the weather balloon and and this administration saying that and these are saying this, and it's like, dude, who gives a fuck? What's going on? All we need to know. Is that there's some foolery afoot, and we need to band together because somebody is fucking around out here, dude. Like, why are we doing this? Like, we need to knock it the fuck off. Like, they locked us down in our houses, bro. The government locked us in our fucking houses. Now, whether it was a good idea, bad idea, all this is up for debate right now, right? Like, it will forever be up for debate, bro. Well, dude, I mean, like, because I guess there's, I get now this I have seen was that there's been more and more reports of evidence showing that there was fuckery, right, with COVID. Oh, for sure, bro. For Whatever. sure. Whatever. It's a social experiment. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. Okay. Like, how many of them can we kill and keep in the house? <laughs> but yeah, they played it dirty by locking us in our fucking cribs, dude. That's dirty. That was shisty. That was like. You got us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got us freeze tag. We played freeze tag for a year with the fucking government. And so, I don't know. I just feel like we've been through a lot. There's been a lot going on, right? Like, the protests and fucking places getting burnt the fuck down and this and that. And Like, everybody, let's just chill for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I told you. I told you we got burned down right here, bro. Literally two freeway exits away when all the BLM protests were going on. It literally happened two freeway exits away from me. Uh, so right here on my corner is the El Cajon Police Department. They were ready for war, bro. All of downtown El Cajon, like right here where I live, literally a block away where I go eat on the weekends. 
mm-hmm. everything was boarded up everything was ready bro we were like we were in the house strapped up ready to go in case somebody wanted to fuck around and find out but you know it it, it got fucking nuts and i think a lot of that I know what the protests were about, but I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that motherfuckers were stir crazy. Yeah. A, a lot of people didn't sit and reflect during COVID. You know, we were getting fucking paper and these motherfuckers were paying us to stay in the house and we couldn't wipe our ass with the right <laughs> shit because there's no toilet paper. At, you know, like right. I had, you know, some motherfuckers had to eat top ramen the whole time because no food places were open, you know, <laughs> but it's funny because I was just talking about how COVID changed me last night. Uh, and COVID fucked me, bro. It fucked me, but in, but it, it progressively got better. Like when COVID first happened, it had been my first time in like 16 years not working. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they tell me that I got to stay in the house for three months. Okay. So I'm chilling. Started just fucking... Uh, drinking all the fucking time and I, bro and then i started realizing like oh shit i'm in a dark fucking place man because i'm sad and i have nothing to do because i i don't go to work like what what do fuck do what the fuck do people that don't work do <laughs> what the fuck do they do this get drunk and just sit in their sorrow and misery like and, yeah but now now you know after what is it three years now since since covid next yeah. month will be three years um Man, like, you cannot get me out the house, bro. I, I do not like... To, and you, bro, you know, especially when I was in Ventura, I was out every weekend. Mm-hmm. Either If I was not at a session with you, I was in downtown Ventura at the bars, going to Rookies or fucking uh, Watermark, whatever other places we went to down there. But, um, yeah, man, like, it goes back to the reflection thing. Just sitting down and realizing how how much we have to cherish what we have. And enjoying the space that we have. I, I I love living alone. I fucking love living alone so fucking much. I, I If I started dating again, I would be like, okay, you live at your house and I'll live at my house for three, th- for three years. And you can spend the night at my house like once or twice a week. And I'll spend the night once, or not, once a night or twice a night at your house. And then if we could continue like this for two or three years, then, then maybe we can move in together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think too, like seeing that's, that's like, that's like one thing, bro, really where, you know, I'm in a new apartment here, here in Oxnard. Oh, right? congrats, brother. Thank you. bro. I don't know if you could tell, but I, I moved too. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. I was about to yeah. ask you, where'd you move to? So, so I had the house in the front and mm-hmm. I actually moved into the back house. So we converted the garage into like a one bedroom studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I moved back here because my landlord who lived in here, him and his wife or his wife wanted a bigger place. And he was like, I can't afford to buy a new house. And it's just you living up there. Like, let's just switch. So I was like, all right, bet. You know, this is more my style anyways. It's more intimate, more just this is where I should be at. And. I, mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, it's, it's, it takes me a little while to get used to the fact that my stream setup is in my bedroom now, but uh, I love it, bro. I love it. I, mm-hmm. I, it's more my style. I didn't need all that fucking space, man. Especially with just me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been kind of looking at this apartment here recently because when I got it, I had the idea of 
all of us in here. You know what I mean? And then now it's like, ah, I might, I might downsize. I might, I might downsize after this lease. Um, but, but work's been going cool. So that's why I've, I've been. Oh, that's another thing, bro. I started a new job. Oh, where I don't you know. Going? I don't know if I told you. So I work for Charter Communications, but I work under the Spectrum Tree. Um, mm-hmm. So the cable and mobile and internet company, mm-hmm. bro. It's honestly, it is. I, Punch, when I tell you that I am so happy with my life right now, like as I sit, I I don't remember the last time I felt like this, like light and just carefree and enjoying myself. I mean, I've got some shit going on in my life that I got to handle, but who doesn't, you know? Absolutely. Uh, but it's legit probably the best job I've ever had in my life. Sales. Not, yes, of course, man. Can you see me in any other fucking field? <laughs> Can you see me in any other field besides sales? No, but I mean, as far as like benefits, I, I it's not the pay that I used to get, but you know, we move on from that, and it's not that I can't move up and get back to where I was at, but just the 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 vibe and environment of this place is amazing, and everybody. I was just talking to my coworker this morning because uh, we carpool to work, and and he's bro, that man is a blessing. I appreciate him so much. Uh, he's helped me out so much and i i couldn't i couldn't be more appreciative for him but uh we were chatting this morning and he was uh we were talking about how we we're not like upset that we have to go to work and we don't see because i work in a call center i work in this big ass building and we never see anybody that's not happy to be there that's good i've never worked at a job where people seem happy and it's because if you if you come in at nine o'clock you got to be in at nine o'clock if your lunch is at one o'clock, you have to clock out at one o'clock. And they're like, hey, you better take your full fucking hour. If you're off mm-hmm. at six o'clock, motherfucker, clock out at six o'clock and get the fuck out of here. So mm-hmm. the work home balance is really nice. And the pay time off is dope. And they give you voluntary time off, which they pay you for. And I mean, they pay you more for working on the weekends. They pay you more for working on holidays. It's just I've never worked at a job like this. And it's fuck. I'm very happy. And let me tell you, bro, if if it's anything like I've been seeing how it is, your boy is going to be a dog there because it, <laughs> it's, they have no idea what it's like to actually sell. From from what I've seen, from what I've seen, they have no idea what it's like to actually sell. And when a motherfucker is like a pit bull and latches on and it's like, you're going to buy something from me. Uh, and, you know, that's always the mentality that I've had. But I do it in a nice way. And mm-hmm. I'm just ready to blow the fucking ceiling off of this place and just show out bro commission sales on places like that are good i used to work at frontier bro okay i used to work at frontier so bro i mean come on and this was after after acura all that shit too so Mm -hmm. i'm like what like you want me to sell them internet like okay (laughs) that should be yeah but the beautiful thing about i'm inbound sales so the Mm -hmm. motherfuckers are calling in to set up services it's not like i'm sitting there cold calling people and like Hey, you guys want to buy internet? You know, like these people are already calling in, so they're already in a good mood. It's just I gotta sit there and have a conversation with them. I would say the hardest thing about the whole situation is just uh, figuring out the whole uh, the whole computer side of it and plugging in orders and shit like that. But you know, we're young, we're millennials, we can figure that shit out easy. Yeah, the plugin, the plugins that they had at Frontier was like. Why is this so complicated right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why am I having to dig through this and the codes and this and that? Like, bro, update your tech, fam. Like, to me, especially with those phone calls inbound, like these, 
See, I don't know how they do it there, but Frontier as a sales rep, you handled sales and customer service. Now, supposedly there was a sales strictly team, supposedly, but I sat with those dudes a few times and like when I was first starting and they were getting service calls, you know what I mean? So I guess it just all depends on, on the day or, or whatever. You know what they tell us about those? They're like, if you get a service call, transfer. <laughs> we don't have we don't have to deal with that shit, dog. I'm not young. I'm not dealing with an 80 year old woman that's like, my internet's not working. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me get you to somebody that can so help you. Quickly. <laughs> you're, bro, yeah, you're well, uh, yeah, bro. I can't fucking wait. But you know the thing that kind of sucks about it. So this is my last week of a four week classroom setting, um, and it's dope, man. Like my whole class, we all get along. We're celebrating somebody's birthday tomorrow. We sat outside and had a picnic and fucking played board games. Uh, you know, we have a big-ass group chat together, and we're just fucking chatting with each other. So we all get along great. But now we transition into eight weeks of infield training, so taking phone calls and stuff like that. And it's just like, they're th- you know, you, we kind of getting thrown to the sharks, and we got to take live calls and just be like, okay, let's see if what we learned really helps, you know? Which, again, okay, so Monday is my first, we call it IFT, it's infield training. Monday is my first day of infield training, which fucking sucks because Sunday is the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Eagles are playing. And the Eagles are playing, bro. And I work at 9 a.m. And from my crib to work, there's typically like 45 minutes to an hour worth of um, traffic. So I cannot show up to work hungover. I gotta make sure that I wake up because it's my first day. And if I'm trying to show out, if I'm trying to be like win some awards and shit like that, mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I'm gonna probably st- stick to like six beers during the Super Bowl, and everybody's gonna make fun of me because they're like, "Yo, your team's playing the Super Bowl. You're not getting drunk." I can't, bro. I have nobody to wake me up. And hey, you think they're gonna do it? I let's just say I hope so. I I have a lot of very good faith in this team this year, um, but I don't want to speak on it too early and be like, and then people reflect back on the podcast and be like, oh, I thought you said they were going to win. Of course, I'm confident in my team, you know, and and a lot of people are giving us a hard time about getting how we got there and shit like that. But and people always want to talk shit when they're sitting on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And dude, like the the Eagles had. An amazing record, like regular season. Oh fuck yeah! Amazing, right? And Everybody's you- saying that it was too easy though, and fuck them, bro. We played against one of the most winning schedules. Like the teams that we played had were all winning teams, pretty much. Well, I, I think I think it's one thing to say that they're bad teams, but let me see you go out there for sixteen weeks and smash have the same record. Yeah, and smash full clip into a pro NFL football player and tell me you don't hurt. Tell me it doesn't fucking suck. Tell me, like, it's like, dude, it's cold and it hurts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when their face mask smashes into your shit. Like, so don't tell me that, bro. Like, getting to the playoffs is getting to the fucking playoffs. I don't care if you limped in or fucking bulldozed your way through. Like, you know what I mean? Getting in is getting in. Fair and square. They got in fair and square. And, I mean, bro, uh... Who was it? Uh, who was it? Dallas that they fucking smashed on? Man, fuck Dallas, dog. Bro, no, no, it was the Giants. The Giants, and then we played the Niners. Which 
Okay, so hold on. All right, since we're talking about football, let me just say this, okay? Everybody was like, oh, the Niners this, the Niners that. They're going to fucking uh, – <laughs> uh, one of the young ladies in my chat, she's a Cowboys fan. She said, hey, now. Like, <laughs> um, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, but now people were talking about the Eagles Niners game, right? And I was looking forward to it. We're playing the number one fucking defense. We're playing a young rookie quarterback who's won fucking like eight games straight. This, that, the other. It's hype. I'm excited. I'm nervous about the game. I'm thinking to myself, whoever wins this game is the person that wins the Super Bowl. So if you're asking who I think is going to win the Super Bowl, there's your answer. But whoever wins the NFC Championship wins the Super Bowl, right? And we go in there. And we fucking sacked the shit out of this quarterback and injured his ass. And then uh, now everybody say, oh, if Purdy was playing, it would have been a different story, this, that, and the other. Okay, let me get some shit off my chest real quick. First of all, who the fuck have the Niners really played if our defense was able to get your, to your quarterback like that and injure him on the on his, what, his third fucking play of the game? Mm-hmm. And we scored like, thir- I think it was 31 points. On the number one defense in the NFL. How mm-hmm. are you going to tell me that my team had an easy fucking win? They were the number one defense in the NFL. And we scored 31 points. Mm-hmm. And you scored seven points against our defense. Granted, you were using a backup quarterback. But hey, that's football. That's It is what it is. Next man up mentality. You got to be able to fucking make sure that the puzzle pieces fit when they all get falling apart. That's So people, fucking Niners fans and football fans that all say that that game would have went different. Had Brock Purdy been playing? Sure, it would have went different. But guess what? Had he been playing, we probably would have sacked his ass like five more times. Yeah. And, hey, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I think it's an 80-20. So for athletes, right, I get it. Get paid money. Get paid your fucking money. But show up Sunday. You got the jersey on? Show up. Yeah, man. And that... I was uh who I was talking to another football a football watcher the other day, and I was talking about um, Adrian Peterson and Arian Foster, those two running backs. Mm-hmm. When they scored touchdowns, they didn't. There was no big celebration. They weren't jumping around. They weren't fucking jumping in the stands and shit. It was like they that was their job. They accomplished their job. Okay, let's get ready for the next play. And, and I get the celebrating, and I get this shit and that shit. But at the end of the day, like, that's your job, bro. Do you mm. think fucking McDonald's workers get happy when they fucking make a McDouble? No. Mm. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And you get paid millions and millions of fucking dollars to do this shit. <laughs> get your ass back on the field and get ready for the next play. Yeah, like, get off the fucking field already, dude. There's some... I, I get it. Like... There's some sick-ass plays. I Like... Cool, some shit should be celebrated, but motherfuckers don't need to be showing out. I get it, you know. It's Donald hype. Driver. That that was a dude. Donald Driver, um, Green Bay. When they played at Lambeau, if he scored, he would jump into the stands. They called it the Lambo League. He'd mm-hmm. do the Lambo League, right? He'll do it. Yep. That's sick as fuck. That to me, that's that's cool, right? Because it's a home game, dude. You know what I mean? These are your fans. Hot no, that's there. what I'm saying. Like some shit, I get. Some shit that I do get iconic, it. fam. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, there is some stuff, bro, where I'm like, you know, because it, you, you got to look at it at the end of the day. Like, there's kids at these games. You want And them they're to- having fun. You know, they're able to fucking live their life playing a game that they wanted to play since they were children. You know, yeah. like, that's, mm-hmm. that's dope. Like, there's, 
some of these dudes, bro, they're 25, right? Let's just, okay, let's take a, let's take like Mahomes. He's like 27 years old, right? He's 26. Yeah, 26 years old. And right? uh, his contract is half a billion dollars. Fam. He carries himself very well, though. Fam, and he's probably been playing football, though, for at least like 90% of his life. <laughs> like, nope. you, know I mean? you know, you know, you know, you know, like Mahomes' story, right? No. He he was actually a baseball player too, and yes. it was either he goes to the MLB or he goes to the NFL, and he chose to go to the NFL instead of going to the MLB. There was MLB teams ready to draft him into the Major League Baseball, bro. I think he did get drafted. Matter, did he? But there was another quarterback I think who actually had got drafted at one. It might have been Russell Wilson. But there was some. I would. I need somebody to be like googling this as I'm fucking saying. Can somebody Google? Can somebody Google if if uh, Patrick Mahomes got drafted to the MLB? Somebody Please. fact check this. Yeah, fact check. Uh, he actually. So with that 500 million dollar contract, once he signed that, he actually bought a portion of the Kansas City Royals baseball team. Okay, I think that's what I heard. Then there was something though with him with the MLB. I know for sure because I. Russell um, Wilson got drafted into the MLB. Oh shit! Wow, look at you, bro. You know your sports. I do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little. You know your sports, bro. I was, I'm a little surprised by that. A, a little bit. I know. I know something. I I remember watching Russell Wilson's last game at fucking lower. Where was he at? Wisconsin or I think it was. Yeah, I think it was at Wisconsin. It was like college game. You watched him play a college game? Yeah, I watched him in college. I watched him in college. He fucking he blew it, dude. He he did a he did a Dak Prescott fucking was trying to rush him to the line and spike the ball and he ran out he had ran out of time. That's a man's career that is really sad to watch go downhill. That man yeah. right there. You know, he that man was on top of the world for a long time, married a very beautiful woman, had kids with her, did everything right. People clowned on him for being abstinent until he got married. But you know, he played the course and did things right and then went to Denver and his career just you know hopefully uh Sean Payton can go in there since he got he's gonna be the head coach now hopefully Sean Payton can go in there and change that man's life because he Russell Wilson needs it right now bro from a sports standpoint he fucking needs that shit that poor man that poor fucking man and I think I think too a lot of people sleep on Sean Payton's defense well, oh, that man is just he, he he the way he sees football is absolutely insane. Because didn't he he somebody fact check it? I am here's almost, another fact check. I, I'm almost positive Sean Payton fucking he had gotten suspended because he was doing head hunting. He was having the defense head hunt. He would uh, Ooh, he was, like, was that Sean Payton or that was, was that Tom Coughlin? Um, no, I, I think it was. Yeah, that that this was when. Um, what the fuck was that defensive player that was on? Was it Darren? Sh- no, it wasn't Darren Sharper. I can't, dude. I can't remember. Yeah, they- it was. It was. It was. It was, it was Sean Payton. I think it was when. It, I think it was when uh, Darren Sharper was on the team. I want to say he was. There was somebody else. That, that, yeah, but you're right. I do remember that now. I do remember that now. Was that was spy. damn. That was a long time ago. It was a. Uh, it was against the fucking Patriots that he got found out on that shit. After the yeah, after the Super Bowl win. Yeah, it was after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And just years later, bro, they fucking had the investigation. 
but the NFL buried it. Like they just buried that shit. No, like one they do with a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like they do with a lot of stuff. I mean, think about all the shit that was going on with Gruden. Remember all that shit when he was saying, saying racist shit or whatever the fuck. The and coach? honestly, bro. And honestly, okay. Let me. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about the Gruden shit now that it's buried. But those those emails were sent in in you know like privacy. You know, the fact that somebody wanted to be a hoe and leak those, not saying that what he was saying was appropriate right. or nice to say at all, but you know, those, those they were in, you know, confidentiality. Like don't don't be a hoe and leak that shit just mm-hmm. for your 5 minutes of fame and nothing nothing even happened to Gruden. Yeah. You know, so it's just if somebody trusts you with some shit, you got to really lock that shit up, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta really lock that shit up. And, and I get it, like trying to like maybe there's this whole thing that's starting to go on, and, and it bothered you so, and you've been it's been festering, and now you now you say enough is enough. Here's my moment, right? Let's just take that. Right. Okay, but at the same time, like there still has to be a consideration. That it's like, dude, I told you that in privacy. You know what I mean? Like I thought this was a place where I could let my worst ideas come out. Right. Because I feel like I feel like to an extent, like, bro, matter of fact, when I seen that, I was like, we've lost like we've lost all touch with like like intimacy on the level of like I'm telling you something when I'm at my worst. Like, this is my worst. Oh, my God. You're so fucking right. Like, like I'm coming to you right now and this is where I need to let it out. Like, you know, what I mean, and so like, you know, like homies wigging out like, you know, what I mean. do you think do you think as men that's harder? Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so do you think that it's harder as a man to do that with a woman or do you think it's harder to do like with your guy friends? I think it's harder I think it's harder for us as It's harder for us to do it with other men, but it's more detrimental when we do it with other women. Oh my god, you couldn't have said that any better. Now, detrimental I, Bro, it, it because it gets used against you, right? Absolutely. See, if, if if you if I mean that's why you gotta surround yourself with the right people, in my opinion. But if you tell a dude that you're going through some shit, you know you're already prepared to hear like, "Oh, stop being a bitch," or like, "Get over it," and this and that, and wooty wooty woo, la di da da da. But you know, I, I agree with Jordan. Like, I talk to my boys. More than I talk to women about shit that's going on with me, and my boys tap in, they check in with me all the time, just because they know, you know, they know what like what my mental is like. But I'm very sometimes I'm very hesitant to tell women about what the fuck is going on with me. But I think that comes from a standpoint of like looking weak, mm-hmm. but, uh, and we're more so taught that. I think we had a conversation about this, like it's a cultural thing, right? We're more so taught that through culture, through our fathers and things of that nature to not look weak. Um, but we're we're moving into a time where weakness is, you know, they want that. But women don't really want that shit. Like, let's be real. No, no woman wants a weak man. They want a sensitive man, but they want to make sure that that sensitive man's ready to throw down when it's time to fucking throw down, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, a masculine man. No, no woman wants a super masculine man. Until it's time to lift something fucking heavy, right? <laughs> lift fucking oh, something heavy. Oh, oh now we're getting controversial. Okay. <laughs> I said it, right? 
it's either fucking lift something heavy or fight off a mm. fucking intruder. Right. I forgot. Actually, Jordan just reminded me about this. We we uh two weeks ago I got drunk and I watched this uh what was the video about? It was about masculinity. And they had like a full panel, they had like a trans uh trans person on there, they had a couple gay people on there, they had like uh very heterosexual men on there and like god-fearing men that were very religious and just talked about masculinity and i for i completely forgot about this but yeah we had this i had this whole conversation with my chat about all this shit that's where the culture shit came but yeah man it's fucking you're absolutely right i agree with you you know i agree with you uh, but there there are some women that still want masculine men yes it's just how masculine like what that I, okay i guess i'll ask you like what makes a masculine man well what what is masculinity? Right. So now this is now this is a better question for people, right? That I think that we need to start asking. Everyone's so considered like so concerned about what makes a woman a woman. That's that's y'all figure how about y'all figure that out and then come tell me, right? I'll wait on that answer. What we need to figure out. <laughs> I'll wait on that answer. <laughs> I'll wait on that, dude. So I know, right? Because I'm not trying to like, I'm just not trying to offend nobody, bro. So you tell me how I'm supposed to know when you know and when everything will be cool. Masculinity and femininity. And, uh, yep, femininity. Femininity. Um, yeah. That's so a fucking I, funky word. <laughs> <laughs> They're one in the same. You have to have both. Right. And I think they counter, I think they counterbalance each other by the masculine, right? Is our masculine urge to do things that are hard, right? Like laborious, laborious things. Right? I don't know. Well, masculinity kind of like makes us want to breed too. Oh, for sure. That's the entity. That's the entity part. The, ma- the, <laughs> the male entity and then the female entity entity, that part makes us horny little fucks, dude. Okay, <laughs> okay. Us- I'm trying to follow you here. I'm trying to follow you here. Okay. All right. You give me. So the mask, okay. the masculine, and then the femme, right? Okay. The femme is is the feelings, dude. <laughs> it's the fucking. Oh, feelings. so feminine means feelings. That's what you're saying? Yes. 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 I think I think a more feminine man can will will cater to a family in a much different sense than a masculine man will. Right? Like a like let's take a uber masculine and uber feminine. Uber feminine, right, is going to be way more attentive to the details of what's going on inside the tribe, right? Inside the tribe. That's where the motherly instincts come from. Wait, let me just... You're talking about feminine men. So feminine men. Yes, I'm talking about okay. feminine so We're not men. talking about men and women anymore. We're talking about just men. We're, we're talking about the... the I'm no longer consider, concerned about what makes a man a man, that conversation, or a woman a woman. Okay. Because now we're talking about genitalia. I think we're talking about a little bit more than that, but okay. But femininity versus masculinity, Mm. right? This is something that lives inside of us undoubtedly. Because you can have a masculine man or a feminine man. Or you can have a super masculine man that that shows his feminine parts, right? Depending on what the situation is. Right, like the dudes who are super burly, but they know how to get super romantic with their fucking chick, bro. Like do the whole rose petals on the fucking floor, candlelit dinner. You get what I'm saying? A super okay. masculine 
man is going to throw a TV fucking dinner in front of her and say bon appetit. You get what I'm saying? So you think, okay, so just to clarify, you think that an extremely masculine man can't be romantic? If that's but, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, that's what you're saying right now. They can be. They can be. But that's, they can be super masculine, but they still have a, they're still in touch with that feminine side of them. You get what I'm saying? Because they're super masculine men. I what you're saying. So there's super masculine men. So like it's it's more it's more it's more opposed to the idea that like there's like a like like you have these two things, bro, and it's it's always in some kind of balance within somebody, right? Okay. And the problem that you have is the dudes who are masculine who have lost touch of everything that's happening over here, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody who's over here who's lost all touch with the over here. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. that's why, like, I think that's why so many people were so taken back by the feminine movement, right? Because we we're like, whoa, where did this, like, first off, where did this word even come from? Like, what is, like, what is this word? And then you start hearing all these things. And so I think people were just super out of touch with what's, what was going on with our women and how they felt, all these things. They were just super, super fucking disconnected for whatever reason, whether it's the patriarchy or toxic masculinity. I don't fucking know. Toxic masculinity. Okay. That's a funny one. That that one, that word always cracks me up, but toxic masculinity is what I would say is a dude who's just super masculine and has lost all touch with what it is to be feminine, right? Like Okay, so I I I I, I will say I kind of agree with you, but I disagree with you like a, a lot more than I agree with you. I I think you kind of I think the concept that you believe in is similar to a concept that I believe in. Like, I don't believe in masculinity and femininity in a, a sense of, like, measuring. Um, because I believe that I'm super masculine. Like, I believe that I'm a very masculine man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, I could be fucking romantic if I need to be. I mm-hmm. think it more so comes down to, you know... Ooh, excuse me. I know Jordan said earlier, like, hunter-gatherer type of thing. Um, and I think with time has passed, I think it's more of a... Uh, the way that I would put it is more nature over nurture, right? Like mm-hmm. when I think of feminine, I think of some somebody that is nurturing. I think it's somebody that is yes. that is um, absolutely, you know, like a mother, like a motherly figure that's able to nurture and and teach and really provide comfort. Um, I think that as men, this is where I agree with you. As men, I think that we also are able to. Uh, create that type of comfort zone not only for our for the women that we love or our loved ones but also for like our friends and things of that nature um but i don't think masculinity is more of like a burly fucking dude who's eating liver and all this shit like mm-hmm. i think that adds to their masculinity sure but i i think masculinity is more of a mindset and what you're uh ca- and what you're capable of doing and what you're willing to do you know mm-hmm. like like if you're willing to make sure that your kids eat and you're not eating, like, oh, like, would you say? Because, bro, I will say this. Now, tell me. Now, tell me if you felt it. Is is? I don't think I've been as in touch with the femininity that lives inside of me since becoming a single dad. I think I honestly, I think that makes you more masculine. That's uh, just on, the way I look at it. Because, side, though, what's that? On one side, though. Because on the other side of it, bro, like, and I was telling somebody this was like, Elijah changed my capacity for love. 
Oh, absolutely. Kids will absolutely do that. But uh, let me ask you this, okay? So if Elijah wants you to sing and dance and fucking uh, do this kind of shit while you're out in public, you're going to do it. I was actually literally just having this conversation. It wasn't about femininity and masculinity, but it was something along these lines. If if your kid wanted you to sing and dance and be playful and shit, and you were in a crowd full of people, you're going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to do it no matter what because you the only thing that you care about in your heart is making sure that your son is happy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Dude, I don't give a fuck if my son wants me to sing Disney songs with him or Baby Shark. You know, if we, I mean, he doesn't like Baby Shark anymore, but I don't care if my son wants me to sing Baby Shark. I'm singing that motherfucker at the top of my lungs. God now, <laughs> every fucking word, bro, I'm doing the dance and all types of shit. But, like, you're saying that 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 that, that you doing that is showing a feminine side of you. Me personally, I think it makes you more of a man to do that. Like that's more masculine because you, that's your cub, right? Like that's, that's mm-hmm. you birth this. You're, you're showing the nature of love to your young one. That makes you, in my opinion, that makes you more of a man than anything. Mm-hmm. Way more of a man because now you that, are that, caring yeah. for your child. That, that part. Yes. But there's been a part on an emotional level, right? Like that, especially in the beginning, in the beginning, beginning, like, I mean, bro, crying to go see mommy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure. and then having to get down on this emotional level with him and be like, baby, I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? And like, there was, there was points, bro, when you're just holding him and, and, you know, like I would try to put him down and then he's like crawling back in my lap. And it's like, okay, like there was, there was very, very other tender times like i guess where i realized like oh i'm i'm showing him a father's love right mm-hmm. and then in a father's in, love though right a father's with, love a father's love so and you can't you can't say a father's love with femininity involved in that absolutely sentence. though i can absolutely though i can see absolutely. see i think the concept that you have in your head is that like femininity means soft right like if mm-hmm. you if you're a man and soft then that makes you feminine no because what i'm saying is is in this conversation there is no separation there's no separation there's there's no separation this shit is living it's it is an energy that is inside of us sometimes it's just a little askew right less masculine what do you mean Are are you saying more feminine or just less masculine yeah and either way it tips it tips both ways bro that's where you get tomboys. You get what I'm saying? That's where you get tomboys from. Is these girls, they're feminine. Yeah, but now we're talking about girls. Like, so for a man, right, we can have, we're going to have feminine energy, right, at any given moment. That's why we're not just out killing each other. Because if we're acting on masculine impulses at all times, bro, we'd be fucking murdering each other at all times. Mm, like, I don't think so. Bro, would be. Do, do, you consider, do you consider yourself a man, like a masculine man? I am a masculine man. Okay, and I'm a and, and I'm, I'm a masculine very, man, right? But I am well, very I, in touch with the femininity that lives inside of me. I don't believe that I, I don't believe that I'm feminine. Like I don't believe that I'm feminine. Am I caring and loving and appreciative mm-hmm. of people? And, absolutely. But like I said, in my opinion, I don't believe that that's adding femininity to my structure of life. I just I believe that that makes me more masculine to be caring, to be loving, and to be understanding that like as a man 
right? And, and if we, I like your the way your pops was, and I know that you come from a native background, right? And the way my pops was and is, and fucking uh, come comes from a native background in Mexico, and like we, you're taught to fucking protect and care for no under any circumstance, right? Mm-hmm. And if that circumstance means getting to that level of nurture over nature, I, I don't think I like I said I think that boosts your masculine levels. I don't think that it, it I don't think that it boosts feminine levels at all. I because the way the the way that I'm kind of understanding it from you in not so many words, it's like because when like we literally were just talking about how it's easier to talk to our boys than it is to talk to women because we you know we care about our our people but you, you know what do you hear sometimes if you're talking to the wrong people oh you're a bitch you're this so now it's like okay so now i'm talking about my feelings and that makes me a bitch that's a negative con like condescending thing to say about that talking mm-hmm. about your feelings so is me talking about my feelings make me feminine or does it make me more masculine for understanding that i can talk about my feelings because i hold these feelings inside of me because if we're talking about masculinity and we're talking about protecting and and uh you know only being god fearing i should have no fear to then then to talk about my feelings i should have no fear then to care for my kid the way that he wants okay, me to so so you not having any fear to speak on your feelings because of god so the sin is with the people casting the judgment right sure so we've had judgment casted on people saying so because some people look at it as it and I'm not religious, by the way. I'm just saying, like, when I mean God-fearing men, I mean that there's nothing in life that I fear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So there, even even at that, if there's nothing for us to fear, then cast the stone on the man trying to talk shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not us for being who we are. You know what I mean? Some people will believe that masculine energy only exists inside of a man and feminine energy only exists inside of a woman. And I, I have a hard ter- time coming to terms with that. I have a hard time. Energy, energy, uh, uh, energy is different, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not saying that I produce more masculine energy. I just am more masculine because I am a man. That, like that, that is the f- sole concept of masculinity and femininity. Women are feminine, men are masculine. Like that, that is what it is. And and it goes back to what Jordan's saying: is how do you define masculinity and femininity? And in my opinion, the only way that I can solely answer that question is the division between nature and nurture. I'm going. I'm not saying that a mother is not going to do everything in their power to care. That they're not going to do everything in their power to care for their children. It's just the care and and teachings are different between men. What men teach their kids and what women teach their kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's the full concept. That that is why you should have two parents, and that's why a man and a woman make a baby because the concept of masculine. And feminine teaching mm-hmm. together, at, that there's your scale right there, mother and father. That's the scale of masculinity and femininity. That that's like you need both of those in order to create a a, a decent, loving human being. In my opinion, like I don't believe that men and women carry both. I think it's just the concept of what we think, right? Like daintier. Or soft-spoken makes you more feminine. And why do we think that? Because women are feminine. They're usually more dainty. They are usually speak softer than men with, you know, empowering voices. You know, masculinity makes you 
quote unquote stronger. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, that's where the concept of masculinity and femininity come from. And if anybody ever asked me, can you define masculinity and femininity? I will forever say it's na- it's it's the division between nature and nurture. Mm-hmm. It's it's the reason why women are the ones that have babies. It's the reason why men are the ones historically who have worked more dirty jobs per se. Like that that's the division. That's that's where it comes from. So would you would you consider a female plumber more masculine? No. You'd consider her more feminine. I would just consider her a female plumber. Like I, I don't believe that the job that you have makes you any less feminine or more masculine. That's that's fair. That's fair. like that's like saying, do you would you say that would you say that a UFC fighter is more masculine than you? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. That type because of Because they fight? That type of profession takes a certain type of man. That takes a certain type of man who says, on a day-to-day basis, I am going to go out there and get socked in the face, full clip, and go home and do it all over again. You don't think that that comes from a psychological standpoint? There is definitely some psychological, and that's why I also think that that's what that's that part is, is also what makes it an interesting conversation for the femininity and masculinity concept like this whole discussion of what okay so you believe you believe that women that fight in the in the ufc are more masculine yes Hmm. absolutely i i don't think so what about the women that what about the women that uh you know go out to the nightclubs and put on pretty little dresses and look really fucking fire and very in touch with their femininity and i think that and man and men who dress go out and dress like men right well how does a man dress oh bro you know how we dress with a, How do we with dress a, though? With a shirt on, jacket on, dress shoes on, with our hair fucking slicked back, Playboy. We don't like have has, we don't have heels on in a dress. I right? mean, technically, with dress shoes, you are wearing some type of heel, right? Fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> oh, that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how is a man supposed to dress? Like, if I put on a if I put on a suit, right? But I'm wearing a I'm wearing a a, a purple suit with a pink shirt on. Does that make me more feminine? No. Because those are relatively, are and you know, and and nationwide known as women's colors, right? So does that yeah. make me more feminine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I'm wearing a fucking purple. I'm wearing a purple jacket now as it is, right? Well, that, so, and that's that's like, what I'm saying. Like that, uh, like that's what I, it, it's good that we finally found something that we disagree on. You know what I mean? I don't think we've ever shared a podcast setting where we disagreed on something. Uh, but yeah, like I I don't. I don't think me personally, because I w- before this week of being able to wear whatever we want, I literally have worn a suit for the last few weeks every single day to work. Mm-hmm. And I don't uh, like me personally. I don't wear a suit because I think it makes me look like a man. I wear a suit because I find it professional. It's, it's a professional thing to wear. And and I and I, I dress for the job that I want. You know what I mean? If I want to if I want to be a lead and be in executive accounts and talk and make money the way that I want to make money. Like, I believe that I should dress that way. I don't, I don't believe that I should dress that way be, just because I'm a man. You know what I mean? If I, yeah. if I'm going out to a club, if I'm going out to a let's say I'm going to Vegas, right. And I wear a jacket and slacks and dress shoes and I, and I look nice. It's not, I don't, I don't think I dress like that because I'm a man. I dress like that because I want to, I want to, it's the presentation, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of it's, 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 it's the reason why, women wear makeup and 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 dress the way they dress it's because of the presentation 
it, it's it's allowing them to because first impressions are everything mm-hmm. right so it's allow when when you look and dress a certain way it's allowing that first impression to be made visually because that's the first thing that happens mm-hmm. so that, like you do you see what i'm saying like that's kind of i i don't think that there's anything that i do because i'm a man except for the the loving and caring side of things you know and and mm-hmm. and i talked to my mom about this and i actually gave gave my mom a hard time is that hold on let me read this real quick Bro, I know you said you were going to stream at nine. Your game. Hold on, we could talk about this for a couple more. Minutes. My guy, <laughs> my fucking guy. I, I, I just, you know, if people are engaged, and I want to talk about this. Um, I actually gave my mom a hard time about this because, you know, I, 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 I feel like it's uh, ask this question and you both give answers. All right, I'll ask that in a second. Um. Because I, me personally, I, I was raised with like chivalry and I was taught that being polite was yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, things of that nature. So if there's a young lady and, and I say young lady a lot, I say gentleman, I say young man, I say all that shit all the time. Like I say enough to where peanut says it now. <laughs> like, oh, look at that young lady. You know, like. Uh, and uh, I'm like, oh shit! And I actually had this young lady the other day. She was probably like mid fifties, late fifties, and I called her ma'am repeatedly. And she was like, "Don't call me ma'am. It makes me feel old." Yeah. And I, I respond. My response to that was, "I apologize. My mother would kill me if she knew that I wasn't calling you ma'am." Yeah. So, where was I getting with this? Hold on. Oh, I was giving my mom a hard time because I was like, you know, the things that you taught. Uh, I talked about this when I got drunk and watched the video too, is that the things that we're taught as young men of our generation, because this generation coming up right now, let's be real. There is no respect or being what we view as being polite, being taught now. And, uh, you know, opening a door, uh, uh, you know, carrying an extra handkerchief for, for a woman walking on the right side of the road when you're walking down the street, Mm -hmm. things of that nature are dying slowly and if you are the diamond in the rough that does those things, either one, it goes unnoticed or you're a weirdo for doing it. Oh, you're only trying to get some ass. That's why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like there's no more out of the goodness of your heart anymore. And that really, it really annoys the fuck out of me. But Matt, in my, those are masculine things, in my opinion, especially mm-hmm. things that we're taught by our mothers on how to treat women. Those are masculine things. Absolutely. I think that. I think that women, women, mothers, I think that mothers do can do a good job at teaching their children on how to be ma- their male children on how to be masculine. And those are the concepts that I believe make you masculine. Like I, I disagree with you on the UFC fighter thing. I don't believe that women like women that fight in the UFC. I don't believe that they are more masculine than other women, because like I said, they could go out to the club and do the same fucking shit that the other women are doing and wear makeup and all that shit mm-hmm. and be just as feminine. You know, I, I don't believe it makes them more masculine. I think I think that fighters, since that was something that we were talking about, I think that that's more of a psychological thing. And they decided that's what they want to do is be a fighter or there's some type of trauma built up psychologically. And that's why they decide to do that shit. You know, like, UFC fighter is my favorite one because just because she's 100 on her masculinity doesn't mean that she's not on 2000 with her femininity. 
You know what I'm saying? Like Paige Van Zant is sure. one of the baddest fucking one of the baddest fighters that there was. And she's beautiful. And she got she dude, her Instagram go crazy. <laughs> and her Twitter go crazy. Like she is very inept with who she is as a woman, right? And that feminine side of her. And I All just right, so- I gotta oh. ask you this. I gotta ask you this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you break down and cry your heart out, expressing your feelings, mm-hmm. is that masculine or feminine? I'm going again. I'm going to say it's both, right? And it's a feminine act for a man. For a man. Now, hearing this from a woman, it's going to sound crazy as fuck, right? Like if you're a woman hearing this, it's going to sound crazy as fuck. But for a man to reach out to another person, whether it's female or male. Mm-hmm. reach out and speak on his feelings his actual feelings that takes that that it's there's both going on in there right it's a feminine act for us to open up our feelings right mm. it's a feminine okay. act right but it's masculine as fuck because we're saying not only are we saying hey i need help fam like i need some help and i'm reaching out to you right now like and you're going to hear me out now men acting out in that sadness can be acted out in a masculine way, right? What's a masculine way for somebody, right? What, what's the boys going to do? Go play ball. Go get, go get some drinks, right? Where drinks can be a feminine thing, right? It's just all, it's all in the acts of how these things are going. It's, it's, it's more here and here, right? When something like that is happening instead of just what's happening right here. You know what I mean? Like there's something going on in your head and going on in here that you're feeling, right? And what comes out here is what's coming out or what's happening with all of this is what's going to determine if it's going to be on a more feminine side or a more masculine side. But both happening, both to me, both's happening at the same time. It's I both, both is happening at the exact same yeah, time. You're, yeah, bro, you're staying on this hill and dying on it, bro. I I love it. I love it. Hey, I and 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 and. And we could both be wrong in the way that we view it. You know what I mean? Like, there could be a, a third person that hops into this conversation and is like, fuck both of you. You guys are both wrong. Like, this is what femininity is. This is what masculinity is. You know, but I, 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 I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to go time out and use the restroom real quick because I, there, I don't want to leave while I'm about to say what I'm about to say. But give me two seconds. Well, I'm going to talk to everybody. What's cracking, everybody? <laughs> uh, hey, don't kill the messenger, right? I'm just provide me with some information. I'll run with it, right? This is my boy, and I hope whoever's listening, if y'all can hear me, I hope, <laughs> I hope y'all support my man's. He's my man's, and y'all see why he's my man's. We could talk about anything, literally, and just go on, and just go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, there's some stuff that we don't agree on, and there's a lot of stuff we do agree on, and it always makes for good conversation. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope you guys enjoy my man's. He spends a lot of time with y'all, and uh, and and he spends a lot of time with y'all. Oh, my man Jordan, I love you, bro. I love you, man, and I hope you stay in good health. Cause you know we are losing a lot of friends, champ. Stay good out there, Jordan. All right, this is my what boy. I'll say about this situation. What's that? My man Jordan is out here. <laughs> oh, bro. I'm actually flying to New York in April to go meet up with Jordan. My guy. <laughs> My guy. Fuck I yeah. finally get to meet him, bro. I'm so hyped, bro. It's gonna That's be dope. Dope, dude. I get to meet him and Kristen. Yeah, it's going to be dope as fuck. Um, okay. So here's where I'll go with this one. Is it feminine? Is it more feminine or masculine 
to uh, the question was like break down and cry right let me let me read it verbatim if you break down and cry your heart out expressing your feelings is that masculine or feminine okay i'll start with this we like i've been seeing it more over the past two years where uh we talk about men's mental health right Mm-hmm. it's 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 very big it's been like a big concept and big discussion that people talk about and i believe that it is important now when the concept of uh, i would say that not a lot of masculine men like to hear the fact that people think that they're feminine right because they're opposite like it, it nobody wants to hear that you're doing the opposite of what you think you are doing. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to hear that they're doing bad at something when they believe that doing, doing great at something, you know what I mean? So the, the, when you hear the opposite of what you believe that you are, it, there, it, it tends to be a negative thing. And a lot of things that come up with men's mental health is that we're scared or we're told that it is feminine to talk about our feelings. And, and uh, it makes us less of a man in order to, do such things like we that's the things that we hear right and that's why people are like check out on your people and women need to be more respectful when it comes to men talking about the things that they're going to talk about this that the other right Mm -hmm. so uh, me personally i don't believe if i don't believe it makes you more masculine or more feminine to you know cry your heart out um i i think that it i think that it makes you more masculine when you understand that something's wrong Mm -hmm. and that you and you ask for help um, I, 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 this, this concept of men not asking for help because they're too masculine and it makes them look weak when they ask for help. I, I, I hate that concept mm-hmm. because w- with crying, with therapy, with, I mean, think about it, bro. You, you could have the most quote unquote, the most masculine motherfucker, right? Big burly ass fucking dude eating tomahawk steaks like they're fucking lamb chops. Mm-hmm. But if he has a good woman next to him, he's going to cuddle up in bed and fucking, you know, rest his face on her on her chest. And, you know, like I, I like that doesn't make him any less of a man. And I don't think crying makes you any less masculine. And I don't I personally don't think it makes you more feminine because it, it like with that concept alone, that crying makes you more feminine. That's saying that crying or expressing your emotions is a feminine trait like a woman's trait that's what they do mm-hmm. and now now we're taking over women's traits by expressing our feelings and crying do, do you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i i don't that, i guess that kind of fa- falls into the whole gender role conversation like it that's just basically saying that a woman's role is to be emotional and cry and that men can't do it or else it makes them more like women yeah but that goes under the concept that femininity means that women have it and masculinity means that men have it you yeah. know like that's falling under the category that i believe in but i mean falling under the category that you're talking about is just saying that both men and women share both and there's you know it's the balance but it it doesn't matter what sex you are or what gender you are what which is it sex what sex you are uh you have both and they balance out but you could have a woman that's more masculine than she is feminine she mm. still has femininity but she's more masculine than you your concept behind that or your analogy behind that was tomboys. So what's the, what, if we have something for women, 
when they're more masculine and less feminine called tomboys. But what do we have for men on the other scale? That's that's the problem. Because the only word we've ever had is like pussy or bitch or, or, you know, weak. That's the one I'm like, oh, I'm not weak. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you motherfucker. So why is it okay on one side of the spectrum, but not on the other? Like in my belief, in my belief, that's because it that that doesn't exist. You know, I again, I think it all comes down to a psychological standpoint, and that women are people like what they like, and they're gonna reflect and show what they like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I just don't. I I that I just personally don't agree. I can't agree with that. Um, but I, I just look at I look at masculinity and being a father differently. I like we share a lot of the same views on being father. And you would, like I said, you and I would do the same exact thing for our kids. And the the, the uh, example of that was like dancing and singing in a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. But what I think is going on is me being more masculine. And what you believe is going on is that you're being like, you're allowing a feminine side to come out of you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. We just take two different, like, we, yeah, it's just the energies. Because everybody's going to, t- and see, and that's another thing, bro, like the, about the whole fucking thing is somebody is going to take from a situation something different every fucking time, right? And like, it, uh, again, it goes back to psychological and mm. trauma, whether it be positive or negative trauma. It's just your life experience, and it's like what, what goes behind that. My guy. Yeah. I mean, and that's huge, bro. That's, that, that is, I mean, think about it like this, bro. When I was... 20 19 when i was 18 or 19 was when i started realizing that what was happening to me was panic attacks and i'm like i'm gonna fucking die and i went to the heart doctor and i found out that i have a heart condition but they were like you're healthy like nothing's wrong with you go to therapy and they'll tell like it sounds like what you're going through is a panic attack and i was like i don't even know what the fuck a panic attack is so i googled panic attacks and it was literally the same shit that was happening and i was having like repeated panic attacks you know sometimes two times a day but i was they were like every single day and i went to therapy and i went to a therapist for a while and i started taking drugs for it but just the act of therapy alone made me feel amazing and mm-hmm. i learned at a young age that's like okay I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with me and i technically didn't ask for help but the help that i was getting is like night and day like it's beautiful <laughs> look how much like look how much it's changed me and you know dealing with this stupid fucking psychological bullshit that i deal with having panic disorder like that goes hand in hand with what i'm saying it it it's how you live psychologically and what traumas you've dealt with and the the fucked up thing but the beautiful thing at the same time i would say is that my own brain has decided to put me through this trauma and and it's like how at first, I hated it, bro. I wanted to fucking put a bullet in my head. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if, I, if I'm if i going to feel like I'm going to die... Well, this was like after getting addicted to prescription pills and then finally like being off of them because I, it was the only thing that made me feel better. NyQuil made me feel better because it put me to sleep. Xanax made me feel better because I wouldn't have panics. Fucking uh, drinking all the time made me feel better because it would take my panic away. But then I would wake up the next morning hungover and it would start another fucking panic. And I was like, I'm going to wind up being a fucking alcoholic. If I do this shit, like mm-hmm. if I continue on this fucking cycle, I'm going to be alcoholic, but mm-hmm. it, it's the fat is it's like a beautiful, but fearful thing that my own brain, the chemicals in my brain just 
aren't enough or they mix in a weird way that it's like, okay, bro, you're going to fucking have a panic attack now and all you can do is just fucking sit there and deal with it. And then then, then I'm like, okay, well, am I really going to die right now or is this just another panic attack and when will I ever know? But then it allows you to realize like how beautiful life is and especially after having children, it's like, okay, now I, I really got to do everything in my life and my power in order to provide and do this thing. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just... It's trauma and psychological shit that goes on, and that's it. And like I said, in my opinion, men carry masculinity and women can carry femininity. And you know, it's 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 a negative thing for masculine men to hear that they're feminine, but it's I guess it's not too negative for women feminine to hear that they're masculine. You know, like it's it's just opposites. I, I don't know. I think I, I think that's like a part of the whole. That's the, that's a part of the, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> it's uh -oh. a part of the LGBTQ thing. Oh, here we go. Now we're getting <laughs> into some shit that we got to tread lightly, bro. We got to be real fucking, okay. I'm going to, uh, if, if, if it gets to a point, I'm a, I might just be like. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to tread lightly. Cause this is, it's not often that I speak on this community, but okay. when I do, I tread lightly. Um, my sister's lesbian, right? Uh -huh. For example. And she's always had a little bit of like a tomboy factor to you. You just did the whole like my friend's black thing. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I did. I did. But I just want to start off here. Let me start off here because, again, she's a mild, what I would have considered like a mild, like, like a mild tomboy. She's kind of, she was a girl, if you look at I her. I really thought you were just about to say a mild lesbian. I was about to say, <laughs> what the fuck is that? She is not a gold star lesbian. She is not a <laughs> lesbian. Okay. She has had boyfriends and then she started doing her girlfriend thing, um, which is fine, right? Whatever. I, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, but I would, I, if I looked at her at school, I would have said, oh, she's, you know, she's kind of a little tomboyish, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. She wasn't one of those girls who dressed up super girly, like, right? So, yes, feminine to me does have a lot of girl association to it, right? Okay. And so, inside the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. they do have men who are okay. more feminine, okay. if you ask me, right? Okay. If you're at, only if you ask. I would consider them extremely feminine men on mm -hmm. on on the heaviest side of the spectrum. Okay. And they're being taught to embrace this about themselves, which is fine. It is okay. Fine. But for a non-homosexual man, uh, how, how they say it, a cisgendered non-homosexual man. Don't do that. You're gonna hurt my head. <laughs> is it okay for me to be okay with? The parts of me that feel feminine, right? See, like, I, 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 I see. This is when you when you bring up the alphabet gang, like, and I can, and no, it's not funny. That's my okay. So my my landlord, who he's married to a, a trans woman, that's what he that's what he calls it. So like that's what that's what like he's like that's what we are called. And so I'm like, okay, if I ever get slapped in the mouth for saying alphabet gang, it's I'm gonna say, hey. A cisgendered male told me that it was okay to say that. That's what you guys call themselves. But, you know, this is where the concept of masculinity and femininity really kind of um, get blurred, in my opinion, when it when we talk about the uh, when we talk about the LGBTQ community, LGBTQ plus. I have to be politically correct. Um, when we talk about this community, I think that lines get blurred. Uh, 
Um, and only because I'm going to fucking die on this hill. But I, again, it's a psychological thing, right? Like, especially for a trans person, uh, male to female or female to male, um, it, it's really the concept of what goes on in their brain and 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 what they believe, right? It's like, if you're a male and believe that you're female, like how... I mean, politically, in, in 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 if I was just a dickhead and spitting facts like I normally do in debates, I have I'd be like, no, that's a man. Like he's he's masculine. He's just trying to imitate feminine traits, right? Like he, he you can't be feminine. But if but me as a person, knowing the people that I know, especially like my 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 boy's wife and like and the conversations that I've had with him, and we him and I get real deep when we talk about these concepts because we've been friends for 31 years and we know each other and we're very open. We just had a debate the other day when we were moving and like, he's like, no, my wife is, is a woman. Like she was born a man, but everything about her is a woman. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I, I feel like, again, it goes back to the psychological thing. If you believe that you are something, then you are, but it goes back to again what Jordan was asking. It's like, what? How do we? How do we define those things? How do you define femininity? How do you define masculinity? You know, on one hand, on on your hand, we have the definition of daintier, more soft spoken, uh, and masculinity is more ready to punch the fuck out of a motherfucker and get you know fuck around and find out concept. And then, like, on my end, I think it's more nature over nurture where it's, you know, yes, us as men are the ones that are here to protect and, and, and really do what we need to do in order to provide for our families. And, and the women are more on the teaching side, not only for the kids, but, you know, for, for us as well. You know, women can teach us to be like they like they say the concept is to be to get in touch with our feminine side. Right. Mm -hmm. But our feminine side is really the women that we carry around us. Mm -hmm. so and that's the that's just the way i view it uh what is what is the actual need to define them versus saying what's understandable and acceptable for every anyone well i, I think that's all a matter of opinion right like nobody can ever really define what it is to be a woman or a man because we all view women and men differently differently mm -hmm. like there is never there is not one single textbook definition that is true because it's all based on your views and how, your experiences for example i've never looked at another man and wanted to procreate never i mean never. i might have michael b jordan bro <laughs> Uh, that man is not <laughs> nah, but that's a good looking man let me tell you bro yeah no i won't lie there's been some men i've looked at I'm like damn i wish i was born looking like you dude i'd be acting a fucking fool out here dog like who let you out the house champ like oh dog like i like like if dude if i was born built like jason momoa i wouldn't know how to fucking act bro i'd be out here slanging dick like on <laughs> reg, bro like on the fucking reg bro I'd be out here slinging it like, dude, people couldn't fucking stop me, champ. Or like to be able to like, like, like look like fucking like Jade, like Justin Bieber has been Canada's fucking poster boy for a decade, champ. Like, you know, yeah, what but I mean? okay, 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 let's go based off this concept, right? You have Jason Momoa and Justin Bieber. Who's more masculine? 
If you're if you're going to say off of appearances alone, I mean that's what you were saying is based off of earlier. No, 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 no. It's not based off of appearances. It's not. It's not even really based off the act. My whole thing is that it's two sides to the same coin, right? Which goes to like the the question that they asked, which is like, what's the, even the whole point of defining it? It's just so we know what energy we're on, right? Like it's all the same thing, and like how you're saying, that's why that's where I can see where you're coming from. Because what some like, I've never looked at another man and said I want to love this person, right? Where I've looked at a woman and said I want to love this person. Well, there's different concepts of love, though, right? Absolutely. Which goes, which even goes further to the point where everybody has their own concept of what this energy they're receiving at this moment, right? Like what what somebody may may take as someone who's being super super masculine, right? It's like, to him, he's just like, well, I'm just being in my essence. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just doing what I've been taught to do. But what do you? But that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you mean by like super masculine? Like, what does somebody have to do in order to be super masculine? So like masculine, masculine things, bro. Would like, <laughs> and it sucks. It's just like all like I guess like all old traditional traditional male behaviors and activities, bro. Like. And that's something. That's something I will like smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey and shit like that. I wouldn't consider. I wouldn't consider that like a masculine. But it does seem when you talk about like a cigar and whiskey, you would immediately associate that with men, right? Sure. You would immediately associate that with men, just sure. like fighting, right? But you know why, right? You know why that's associated with that, right? Because whiskey bars and beer bars and cigar shops were men male only places. That's why we have that concept in our head. See, and this is where it broke my brain. This is where it broke my brain. Was is a masculine behavior a man going out and hunting, right? Take away society as it is today. Let's go okay. base grassroot caveman. Okay. Is it more masculine for a man? Is it a masculine trait if somebody goes out and hunts, kills, butchers, and brings back to the family? Is that a man thing? Is it a masculine trait? Oh, is masculine that- trait? Is that a masculine trait? I believe 100% that it is. Yes, because that was the male's role then. Now, there's tribes around the globe. There's tribes where women do that. Lions, the lionesses hunt. So, and with seahorses, they bear the children. Sure, but I think that's true. Okay, when you bring up the concept of lions, right? lionesses do hunt but so do the lions now when it comes to lionesses hunting it's a trade-off right you have the pride of the pack which is the lion the protector of all right if you take him off the front line he can't protect all right Mm -hmm. so he has to he has to have somebody next in line to do so for him Mm -hmm. so who's he gonna send out to do that so that doesn't make him less masculine because the not women are out hunting. Masculine, not to make him less masculine. But, but I don't that, think the lie. I don't think the lioness is is being more masculine for going to hunt. That's just her role in the situation. Mm-hmm. See, I see personally. Personally, now I'm not going to go into depth and deep and go crazy on this concept because I'll get canceled immediately. But. When it comes to gender roles, I do believe that there are some gender roles. I don't believe in traditional gender roles, but I do believe that there are roles when it comes to gender, like especially in a 
household setting with a mother or father and children. Like I, I believe that there is those roles. Like and 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 to not to not step into it too deep because Sly's over here pushing me and saying that I ain't down. But <laughs> he wants me to join the blacklisted community. And 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 I say it all in love. You know, like I I I don't look down on anybody and i don't believe that i'm better than anybody but just for instance okay when it comes to building something i believe that that is more of a male's role to do so i believe that no i believe that everything about a man is masculine i don't think that there's anything that that i could i think that i think the things me and me personally i think that most of the things that you believe can make a man more feminine in my opinion makes them more masculine uh, so crying, you think, so nurturing. Him, doing, him doing something that may be deemed feminine, you just think he's stepping more into his masculinity. Let me tell you like this. If I had a daughter and I let her paint my toenails and my nails in my hand and had a tea party with her, I, I think that would be masculine as fuck. You know why? Then let me tell you. Because you are understanding your sexuality, right? Like you're understanding that you are a man and I'm man enough to be like, okay, I'm gonna let this little girl paint my toenails and my fingers. I'm man enough to be like, okay, I can do that. I don't think that makes me feminine at all. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know that that I know that I'm a man. I know where I stand, and this little girl is gonna do everything, you know that 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 I'm gonna do everything this little girl asked me to do. I can function with that. I you know can what I'm ex- saying? But when it comes to like building or lifting a couch and fucking get vacuuming under it like that that is a man's role like that that's what i'm here for baby you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, it and and you know it's funny because um like if i go to tiara's house right and she like she doesn't even have to ask me and i'll take the trash cans out for her if i'm there on a sunday night or something and 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 her trash comes on monday like she don't even ask me to do that but there's there's other things that like if I'm gonna go over there and see Peanut or something, she's like, oh, can you put this in the garage for me? And I'm like, oh, why? Because it's too heavy and you need like you need a man to do it. You know, <laughs> it's like it, it, if it's something that a woman would have a very very difficult time doing, and it would take them, you know, it would take more strength to do so. I believe that we as men should be able to help them with that. Yes. I believe, and I honestly believe that we as men have more roles, more quote unquote gender roles than women do. Like I think that we we're expected to do a lot more, and I and, and I see nothing wrong with that. When you when you, when you're the species of uh, when the split species, and you're the stronger, faster, you know, uh, one stronger, like you should be asked to do more things. Mm-hmm. And I think, and then. And yeah, I think, I mean, to me, yeah, there's just always going to be a gender role. I don't, I don't care what it is or how it is at the time. There will always be roles that men play. There will always be a role that women play. And that's just how it is. Like that was my whole thing at the end of the day with like, well, women, you know, these women uh, hunters in these tribes, like sure, whatever, you know I mean? The lioness, whatever. Yeah. She's stepping into her role, but that's just what it is. Like we just got gender roles at the end of the day, fam. Like it's, 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 I mean, in every species that there is every species that exists on this green earth, there is roles between 
male and female. Every time. And, and, I, and like I said, I'm not saying, hey, go make me a fucking sandwich and go clean the dishes. You know, like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like, go clean my fucking drawers and shit. Like, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, again, it comes down to, and I'll, I'm going to keep reverting back to this. It comes down to the concept of nature versus nurture. Like that, that is where the roles exist. Um, and you can't, like, you can't tell me that I'm wrong with the nature versus nurture concept. Not saying that men can't nurture or men or women can't play the nature role of that, but nature versus nurture is a scientific thing that has been studied. Like that is, it, it is what it is. And like, I think that if we go back to the role thing and go back to what masculine and feminine is, like, I think people will start to honestly understand that that's genuinely what it is. And it's not wrong to think that way. Now, fucking, fucking sly. Um, but it's, it's, it's all, it, it, it'll, we'll revert back to the beginning of the conversation where it comes down to communication and mm-hmm. honestly, like knowing who it is that you're talking to. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like if, if you know who you're talking to and you can be open and have conversations about that and fuck, even, you know, if you live with somebody and you can set those roles in the house on who does what, and it, it doesn't even have to be a gender thing. It could be like a partner thing. You know, if it's two males, two females, a man and a female, a trans woman and a male, like uh, it, it just, just depends. It just comes down to communication and how you guys talk to each other. And it, it, like within communication has to be the love, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, and like we always say, it's all about love. Everything that we do has to be, excuse me, done with love and, compa- and compassion. Um, and I'm not talking about the kissy, lovey, dovey hug, love like that. But, you know, if you really just genuinely care for people in your heart, then, then you know, we wouldn't have to tread uh, lightly when we talk about situations like that. Unfortunately, we are on the Internet, so people could take what we're saying out of context. And, you know, Damien earlier in my chat said, you know, it kind of sucks that we have to have these conversations and kind of give disclaimers. Um, and if people really knew who we were and how we view things and that it wasn't out of a place of hate, then we wouldn't have to do those disclaimers. But again, we're on the internet. People, you know, people can take things a bro, certain way. Listen, I don't give a fuck. This is my show, bro. Like, you know, like <laughs> this is my podcast, fam. That's your stream. And yeah. then you don't have to watch, champ. I would love for you to stay. I would love for you to have these conversations with us, right? Like, because uh, please, let, let me, like, even for you, right? Like, even for you, like, hearing your perspective gives me the space to say let me think about that right like let me yeah. let me let me go home and chew on that for a second right we and, just spent the last hour disagreeing on this whole thing yeah and 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 this whole thing is just all out of fucking curiosity bro like so for me is i don't even know how we ha- started this conversation no dude <laughs> that's why i love our talks bro because we just get on one and then it's like hold on hold on hold the fucking phone dude what'd you just say like run that by me one more time like yeah, hold yeah. on run that by me one more again and then you know just go back and fucking forth and these are the conversations that are important to our fucking society i feel i feel well, our communities, right? Like you're the community of people that you have around you, the community of people that I have around me, and uh, you know, even the community that that watches. You know, mm-hmm. like, and and I would say this: like, I have a very solid community. My community has fluctuated so much within within the 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 jails, or I mean, within the jails. I'm reading 
chat uh, within the different games that I've had, but the core community has always been here. Um, and, you know, I don't think they really get offended by what I say or how I say it because they, they already know how I am. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll never say anything to personally attack anybody or cause harm or want to hurt somebody's feelings or anything like that. And they know that. So, uh, and then they can tell when I'm playing, when I'm not playing, but yeah. Yeah. I, but, like, and, and again, all curiosity. We're all here. Just good jokes, good fun. And, and so to me, bro, like I hope if anybody ever watches this and gets offended, I hope you replay the part that pissed you off and put that bitch on loop. Okay. Because that's where you need to start and message me what you saw whoever it is you message me what you saw that pissed you the fuck off and we'll talk about it oh okay. i i would if anybody like if i know that there's people that listen to your podcast like because i know you're on every fucking every. main everything that you can get a fucking podcast on check fucking this man out on apple podcast on spotify podcast on fucking i, I don't even remember what the other two are that you're on but yeah like uh, if anybody, if anybody ever listened to this conversation or got this far and disagreed with anything that either one of us said, I would love to bring somebody else in and have a, a three-way. Fuck yeah, dude! Absolutely conversation. And and we, I, I think that I don't know, and I, I think that it's it's definitely good because we've talked about it so many different times. Is is people need to be able to have conversations that are uncomfortable, right? Fuck yeah, ones that. You understand know, that it's okay to disagree. It's okay. Like I've lost like, a lot of friends because people don't know how to disagree, man. And bro, it's like as as we progress forward, right? And thank God, because it's 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 something I really look towards a lot nowadays, like with masonry. Like, you know what I mean? Like being able to meet all these guys and meet Oh people. yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, uh Corpse is actually a Freemason. Yes. It's part yes. of the brotherhood. Part of the brotherhood just got my second degree congrats bro actually i saw the picture on instagram and i meant to tell you but i knew that we were going to be talking soon so yeah man thank you dude um but it, you know it teaches me to stay curious you know what i mean because there's a lot of different men that come come past and some of them are old some of them are young and it's like let me talk like bro like let's because i mean i do a podcast bro so i like to just fucking talk to people like let me ask you a couple questions bro let me see where you're coming from you know and doesn't mean i gotta agree with you some of it's profound and ju- you know just because we're brothers don't mean i need to agree with you right just just like yourself my dog like we're not always going to agree on everything but i'm going to hear you out i'm going to go home and chew on it and i'm gonna take what i want from what i heard and then leave the rest like you know what i mean I, and i feel like people should do that more often you know, I mean, not to kind of be like a don't be a kite flyer, you know, and just go where the wind blows. Have your core beliefs, man. That That is the whole concept of our of this generation that's coming up in the world right now. And that's why we are where we are in this world, because there is a lot of kite flyers and there is a lot of people that go with the wind. And there is a lot of people that are scared to have rough conversations and disagree with each other. And they just want to go on with the next thing of you know this the 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 majority the sheep right like the concept of sheep and and we're the wolves now and it's kind of a weird thing to see because you know we were the sheep growing up and then the generation above us were the wolves and now it's like i'm kind of seeing the flow of things and the you know the the rhythm in which it goes in so it's 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 very interesting now i do have damien asking 
to talk about Freemasonry. He doesn't know what Freemasonry is. And I do want to play this game. So do you, can you, in a very short tense, explain what it is that you do and, how, you know, with the degree that you just got uh, and just, under, you know, kind of help him understand the concept of Freemasonry before we hop off this podcast? Okay. So feel free. Damien, if you want to hit me up on on Instagram or on Twitter, bro, Facebook, they all got me. My make sure, uh, make sure you get some merch. He's got I, hella merch. <laughs> I want to say something about that too, bro. Thank you for rocking the shirt, man. Oh, bro, um, you know I'm already. I my closet is full of different merch that I have from you. I've got the fucking <laughs> corpse hat. Oh, I've got a corpse hat sitting right here on my fucking on my stream room. Like, oh like, my guy, my guy. Oh, but uh, for my man Damien, dude, Freemasonry is a is a fraternity of men, right? Obviously, it's a fraternity of men, um, and we hang out. We meet up and hang out, right? There's certain orders of business that we take care of for, like, fundraisers, man. We do fundraisers. We do car shows. We do barbecues. We do a lot of different stuff for the city and for the community, wherever our lodges are, right? We are very active. Um, Can you uh, just kind of give him a little insight on the secrecy of kind of what goes on in meetings, like not say what goes on in meetings, but just kind of the concept that it is a more in tune secret, secret ish society. Only brothers can understand what, what goes on in lodges and things of that nature. So now I will say this is that Freemasonry is not a secret society, but we are an initiative society. Right. So there is an, an initiation process before you're allowed to go behind certain doors. Right. Behind said certain doors, there's going to be ceremonies and these these rituals that you go through and that you partake in. Right. In essence, there's shit you learn that you all do as a group. Right. And you dress up and you dress up these nights. You're dressed to fucking impress and you go do these things. And usually there's other guys coming and hanging out. There's other guys coming and come participate and partake, right? What happens during these ceremonies, what actually goes on, can't tell you. I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. But all the shit you can find on Google, right? Um, how much of it is true, come by and see, right? Uh, so you have that part, and then you also have the business aspect. So you have the traditional old school, like this is what we're doing tonight. There's going to be certain people doing this and certain this doing that and that over here and this over there. That part is one thing. And then you also have the part of the business aspect, right? Now, that's what happens at Lodge. The things, now some of the things that you're learning during all of this is either very esoteric or exoteric, right? So you're either learning something about like your mind. Hold on, give me a second. Something very either esoteric, where was I? Oh yeah, very esoteric or exoteric, right? So something dealing with like the spiritual aspect or like, I don't I don't know how else to really explain esoteric, like more inner work, right? And then there's exoterics, things that you take 
that are more tangible, more like uh, more physical, right? So, um, so people know about all these different signs and symbols and stuff in Freemasonry, right? Like the square and compass is the most popular, right? But what it means to you may be different than what it means to me, okay? And that's that's a part of Freemasonry that I enjoy is that people take from it, all take different things from it. So uh, Damien says that if you're down to talk on his stream, he would uh, love to talk more and find out more about uh, Freemasonry and things of that nature. So uh, I would be banned if I joined this podcast with some alcohol effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, so uh, Damien is actually one of my coworkers and he's one of my colleagues. So what I'll do is um, tomorrow when I see him, I'll have him follow you on Instagram and reach out to you. And uh, that would be dope. I would love to see you guys have a conversation about, um, you know, just kind of the concepts of, of masonry and things of that nature, which is super awesome because uh, for those of you guys that don't know, Putch and I have known each other for shit. Eight, seven years uh, now? Six, seven. Since 2015. Yeah, 2015. So what is that, eight years now? So we've known each other for eight years. We actually, a long time ago, we talked about uh, Freemasonry and becoming Masons, and much actually took the step and became a Mason. That's, I mean, it's fucking amazing. Like the, it's it's dope. It's dope as fuck. Yeah, man, and making my way on up through the upper upper echelons, dude, of Freemasonry. Just trying to do my thing, dude. You know how it goes. I sure do. All right, bro. Is there anything that you want to say? To my people, before I say things to your people and we cut this? Uh, man, dude, uh, we said an hour, bro, and we did two, dog. But... Oh, I was looking at the time, and I was like, well, we were just in the muck. We we were in there, bro. And I, I, it was it was, it was was cool because it, I wanted to show people that you could have a disagreement and not be yelling at each other and not, like, fucking, you know, just being dickheads to each other. So I, that's why I continued on. I was like, you know what? I have this game I, that I've been wanting to play, but I, we, I can always get to the game. You know what I mean? It's the time that we spend with each other that's more important, in my opinion. My guy. So, yeah, dude, to everybody who tuned in, though, on your on your stream, man, love you guys. Keep supporting my bro, please. Like I was saying to do when you're on a piss break. But keep supporting my man, dude. Like, keep supporting him, please, like. He, he's he's put a lot of effort on a lot of time and i know when he does something he's going to do it and and do it to the best of his capabilities and so thank you guys for supporting him you know it means it means more than y'all know i know that and i know it still means more than i know so if i know it y'all should need to know it and know that it's more than than what we think so just keep riding with my mans yo keep riding with my mans thank y'all yeah and uh make sure you know i this is my brother to the death right here. You know, I always, I'm always rock. I'm always rock with everything that he fucking does. Uh, thank you, Jordan, for doing that. Make sure you guys follow his YouTube. You guys can look up Corpse Collection on any social media platform. Make sure you guys follow him. This dude is one of the, this man says that I put my mind to things and I do it the best of my ability. This man is, has a child. He's the best, one of the best fathers I know. This man, we, we, we dance together in Crump. And he is now one of the dopest crumpers I've ever seen in my life. And still to this day is grinding with the big heads. I mean, keep fucking grinding. This man was, 
in my opinion, rookie of the year when it came down to Crump. He's dancing under one of the greatest fucking Crumpers to ever live. And, uh, you know, everything that he does is amazing. His fucking clothing line is amazing. His, if you guys, if you guys don't know the name of this podcast is the smoking section. So make sure you guys look up the smoking section on any platform that you can find a podcast and listen to this man. He always has great guests, whether it's dancers, whether it's people like myself, other entrepreneurs and things of that nature. So make sure you guys check him out and follow him and just understand that, 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 you know, your stream and my stream, <coughs> we're going to see each other again, bro. So absolutely make sure, uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for what's coming with this man. And I love you, brother. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for having this conversation with me. And it's always interesting to be able to chat with you, bro. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for allowing me to come onto your platform and, and, you know, speak my piece and have this conversation with you. I really appreciate it. Love you, brother. You know it, man. All right, puppy. I love you, bro. I'll hit you up. Uh, let me know if you need anything. All right. All right, my G. All right, Papa. Take care. Bye.